0: Hey, Hey, best best friends. friends, welcome to the Bestie Advice Podcast, where we discuss all things relationships.
1: Hey, best friends welcome to hey, the bestie Besties. advice hey welcome back to another podcast we are well into season two and we are so excited that you have decided to join us on this podcast we have a special guest we are so excited and so blessed yes. to, be able to have Denise Davidowski join us today and I actually met her about a month ago so she's the new bestie hey Denise, <laughs> hey, Denise. <laughs> and I'm just so intrigued and so impressed I was invited by um, a good good girlfriend of mine uh, Monica Beverly um, yes. to go to an event I didn't know what I was going to Monica said just wear green and that's all she told me and so I went and I was truly blessed at what I saw the sisterhood there the empowerment I just felt like where have I been all my life that I've not met Denise, I've not met these women. (laughs) It was an amazing event. And then on top of that, she had all these African-American women that were vendors. Then I found out that she started a hair care line with her daughter and I was just in love because I was like, I need to meet her personally. (laughs) And so we're gonna talk to her today, all about her event, all about her hair care line and just have her share her heart with the journey of how she started Um, from point A to where she is now. So, Ron, are you ready to talk to Denise? Doesn't she sound amazing?
0: Yes, 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 she does. And I am excited to jump right into this conversation on today.
1: So tell us a little bit about yourself and, and how you got to the point to where you wanted to start a women empowerment event where you just brought in women just really inspire them. What? How did you get to that point? And um, give us the name, like how do you, you know the name of the event, the color scheme, like give us all the tea.
0: <laughs> yes, all the tea. <laughs> okay.
2: Um. So I actually was just sitting in my car one day outside of my job, listening to the radio. And I heard something on the radio about women empowerment. They were doing a commercial or something. And I was like, you know what? I would like to do uh, uh, an event that will empower women. And so that's kind of how I came up with the idea. And from there, it kind of took off. Um, And I first started in 2015 with my first event. And I started off really small, just family and close friends. And then it just grew. And every year I would add a theme, of course a title, and everything that we did at that event, had to do with the title so it was you know when life gives you lemons so we were yellow and you know the speakers spoke about you know basically overcoming things and when life gives you lemons how to pretty much make money yeah. um and so that's just kind of how it it took off the name is be sisters um, i don't really recall how i even came up with the name B sisters okay. or where i from but the meaning behind it is um, for us to be sisters be closer together as women yeah. um, because the, the stigma on us is that we we can't get along and right. we yeah argue right. and we all the time and right. so and we're jealous of each other and things of that mm-hmm. nature and so I wanted to prove other people wrong yes especially those who have put that place that title on us absolutely yes. and uh so By doing that, I came up with the event and showed that like we can all get together in a room, whether it be 25 to 100 or more and have a great time.
0: Yes,
1: absolutely. And that's that's really why Kirana, I started this whole platform is yes to show that women can get along and can be friends. And that's we talk about all things relationships because we started out with empowered women, empower women. And so both of us wanted to do that. So I am definitely all for that.
0: All yes, for yes. That. yes, and that's good. And that's, that's powerful um, as well, Denise. Can you just uh, just give us just a little bit more in regards to um, like some of the things that actually would take place at, at your event in regards to empowering women? Oh, oh, so many things. Uh, <laughs> Irene would be able
2: to tell you because she came to one, but okay. um, I'll go ahead and answer. And Irene, whatever I miss, you can take it from there, right? Okay, okay. So, <laughs> so um, some of the things that take place that I feel like start the process of healing, because that's really what the event is about help start the process of healing for women um, and so like the last event that we had um, they're always the third week of october the third weekend of october it's one day so usually i pick up a, a saturday or a sunday mm-hmm. and this particular event was restore and rebuild right mm-hmm. and so we, i had three different speakers to speak about you know their stories or mm-hmm. um how they could how women could restore and rebuild their lives relationships uh, whatever it was, you know, that they they needed done in that moment, in that season, especially with mm-hmm. us going through the pandemic and right. people losing yeah. their job, businesses. Um, so, man, like just going through financial issues. So that was one of the things that I wanted to, you know, do at this particular event. And so that's one of the pieces of it. The other piece of it is to have women bond, right? Yeah, um, Break out of their shell and get to know each other. Um, I think that helps because then you can wind up having lifelong friendships when you meet people at certain places. And so having the icebreaker where women have to get up and go around and meet one another, but share their truths um, with each other. Um, Having a team building game, which I do it at every event. It's always done differently where Mm -hmm. women get to actually work together as a team at their table. Um, so those are some of the things that I use to kind of start that process of healing, start conversation and kind of break the ice so mm-hmm. that the women who are um, sitting together, whether it's a table of eight or 10, can get to know one. That's
1: good. Yeah, what I really liked about the speakers was each of them came um, from a different perspective, but the transparency is what just Really got me, you know. I'm mm-hmm. um, from the first speaker about her having a background, you know, um, and an addiction, and then the second speaker, you know, dealing with death, and then the third speaker just kind of bringing it all in, you know. She kind of preached us, but I thought it was. <laughs> I really loved the the transparency because none of the women looked like what they had been through, and it was no. very motivational. And you know, um, I. I could find myself relating to all the speakers, but in different ways. Like snippets of what you know they were saying, but everybody's transparency about how they um, transformed into who they were was very encouraging. So I was encouraged and inspired. I thought it was um, really good, you know, the the speakers that you had. So I I thought it was it was very well um, put together and how you had the speakers speak. So definitely hmm cool. definitely so how did you come up with the, the colors do you just think about it or do you just you know so glad you asked <laughs>
2: um the color is based off of what the title is so first I come up with the thing you know um and so that's like I like I used earlier um mm-hmm. when life gives you lemons um also One where we had um, broken or beautifully broken, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, that was black, you know, mm -hmm. Um, flaws. We had that and women wore white blouses or shirts and blue jeans Mm kind of to give it balance because although we have flaws, there are things that we like about our flaws. Yeah, right, right, right. We really like, so we have, so thank God he gave us the balance, right? And And I feel like most women, if not all, look really great in jeans. (laughs) <laughs> like if you yeah. buy the right, right 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 uh, yeah. look all things but then when it comes to the white blouse or the shirt if you weigh something on it now it shows the flaw right, yes. right. so that kind of was what that was about so that's how I come up with it and the last one you know restore and rebuild it was simply like what does that mean like that that's like growth you know you're, yes. you're, you're so so green it's like right, that right right more for that restore and rebuild so that's how I come up with the
1: colors so you revealed your hair care line with your daughter. What was the inspiration behind that? And your daughter is beautiful, by the way.
0: Thank
2: you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to tell her you said that. <laughs> um, the inspiration behind the hair care line was I've done hair. I used to be a hairstylist for 15 years. Okay. Oh, yes. Okay. So, yeah, so I uh, went to school for hair in the late 90s. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and so that was the inspiration. That was some of the inspiration behind it. Um, I no longer wanted to stand on my feet and, you know, do someone's hair. But I I remember working for a, a, actually two gentlemen, and I asked them about you know, running their own business and some questions about what inspired them and what made them want to go into the business they were in. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that one of the gentlemen said was always going to a business, doing something you already know. And so for me, I know hair, you know, Um, all textures of hair before they even started calling it 4A, 4B, 4C Um, textures. I knew hair and that was, what I was inspired by doing. And then just to have my daughter come along on the journey is just even more exciting for, for me as well as her to have yeah. that um, duo type thing. So, yeah. yeah. That's good.
1: So y- did you have help when you came up with the formula, the mixture, because I have not tried the shampoo, but I have tried the leave-in conditioner and it my hair just had amazing slip. It just felt like butter. It just glided through my hair. And so I was like, oh my gosh, like how did you know like what products to use?
2: Just a lot of testing for one. So I always test on my own hair. Um, once I think that something is good, then I'll have other people test it for me and give me feedback on what they like or dislike about the product. Mm-hmm. But it was just myself and my daughter and my son. I can't leave him oh. out. We were testing the products on our hair because of course this particular line, moisturizing milk and manuka honey is for four-type hair. Yeah. Okay. Um so, so that's pretty much how that goes. But to answer your question as how did I come up with the formula and things like that, I had to hire a chemist to okay. um, mm-hmm. assist me, of course, in coming up with the formula and pretty much just like d- trying out different products to see what I liked about or disliked about other products and saying, mm-hmm. okay, I don't want that in my product. I want my my product to feel like this or feel like that. So that was, that was some of the things that um, you know, I had to test out and Be able to be able to just to come up and come up with what I thought would be a great product for women of color.
1: (laughs) That's good.
0: So you know, I do want to ask you, um, Denise. So when it comes to you know our hair, you know whether we have natural hair, permed hair, short, long, extra curly, straight, whatever it it may be, um, how important do you think it is for um, a woman to um like keep up with her hair do you think it affects her conf- her confidence you know if she if she gets it done if she doesn't get it done how important do you think a woman's hair is in regards to her confidence her self-confidence Oh, the wow. reason why, reason why I say that um I know I can recall it's just a few years ago um this this young lady that I know she would get her hair done like any other time you know she's fine but then she'll get her hair done. It just seems like she was just a totally different person because her hair was done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, I know with, with some, you know, it, it can affect them where they kind of think, you know, well, I, I'm all that now, now that my hair is done. But do you think a woman's hair affects their confidence?
2: Absolutely. Okay. Um, I don't know if you may have not seen my commercial. Um, that I came out when I launched, when I launched the product, I have a a commercial, um, for Corsion hair and it literally states, it talks about confidence. Oh,
0: wow. Okay. Okay.
2: And so, um, yeah, any, any time, if a woman doesn't have her hair done, imagine a woman, let me say this. When you, if a woman lost her hair, I know women who have lost their hair. Um, it's in my ebook and those women who have lost their hair. Can you imagine what it does to their confidence when you're used to having a head full of hair, whether you comb it, get it done or not? Exactly. Yeah. You still have it and then you lose it. That does something to a woman's confidence. And it takes a lot for a woman to actually say, you know what, it's time for me to shave my head bald because I'm losing my hair to the point where I can't even do anything else with it. And so I also feature two women um, in my ebook it's not just hair it's a journey um who actually went through alopecia and one went through alopecia as young as 21 years old Mm -hmm. um so you know the the way we wear our hair the thickness the thinness the the Mm -hmm. texture all of that plays a part in our confidence um I also believe that hair tells a story which is what Corrigine is all about um, when a woman don't comb my hair, you, you most like you like okay, she's unkept or no. she's going. Something. Yeah,
0: no, no, that's that's what we say. That's, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. when a woman
2: cuts her hair, she's trying a new thing or something that happened in her life, and she's like, major event. Hair, mm-hmm. yes, major event, something dramatic, yeah. something drastic. We don't know, right? But right, a woman, right? Um, so. You know, there are so many reasons why we style our hair the way we do. Even for me, like this top knot bun is just really a protective style and something simple and easy yeah. that I don't have to put my fingers in my head. So, yeah. Yeah. so I mean, yeah, I to answer your question, absolutely. A woman's hair is, is her, it's a pride and joy, you yeah. know? But yeah. for those women who do not, you know, any longer have hair, you know, they are rocking their those bald heads like no other. And they still look gorgeous. They still look gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they, um, you know, are still like wearing that confidence and learning, you know, how to get that confidence back after losing their hair. And mm-hmm. I and I and I'm like, I celebrate them as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And I, yeah. I know, I, I do believe that our confidence does start from, you know, from the inside out. And like you say, whether your hair is pulled back, because I, I will pull my hair back, slap it back, put some gel on it and put in the ponytail <laughs> in a minute. <laughs> and I still think I look good. Uh-huh. So I really do believe yeah. that it actually starts on the inside and works its, its way out and that our hair actually adds more beauty to us, yeah. you know? Yeah like you say whether whether we're we're bald or or our hair is down our back it like adds to us but we have to be confident in who we are we have to feel that we're beautiful with makeup without makeup with earrings on without earrings on that's just me and my personal thoughts like do, is that something that that you agree with in regards to our self-confidence in our hair
2: i will i agree to it with as far as like you know um you know, with the makeup and the earrings, but when you're born with something, yeah, uh, sort of speak, right? And it's mm-hmm. something that you're used to having. So earrings, we we not are not necessarily used to having, right? That's good. You can yeah. take those off before yeah. you go to bed. You can mm-hmm. pick and choose not to wear them, right? Yeah. Um. Even with makeup, like I have no makeup on now, I get to choose. Oh, I don't want makeup on today. I right. feel I feel fine with the way I look. Yeah. But w- when it comes to hair, um. Most women are born, or you know, at some point they got some hair on their head, you know, and so with that, you know, it's very hard to say, you know, be confident that your hair should make you. Yeah. But in a sense, it actually does. It's a part of our identity, right? Yeah. Yeah. The the texture, the kinky, the coily, the curly, wavy, straight is a part of someone's identity. You, yeah. I have a, a a biracial son, and so. His hair texture looks nothing like mine. And so the texture even of his hair is a part of his identity. That's one of the ways people can tell, like, even the color is like, is he mixed? He looks like he's mixed. But they see that because of the hair texture. Sometimes when I have a cap on his head, nobody really notices until I take the hat off, right? So, So with that being said, yes, I agree to some point that certain things your confidence comes from the inside but when you look in the mirror and you're used to seeing yourself a certain way yeah that also can you know give you confidence or lower your self-esteem
0: yes
1: what can women do that are battling you know alopecia or things outside of their control you know um like if they had hormonal issues or things like that. Um, what would you suggest? Like, you know, finding a good hairstylist or what what can they do so that they can feel confident? Cause I do know someone that's her, it's like in their um bloodline, like it's hereditary, where mm. her grandmother, like I've I've seen it, like I've seen her grandmother, her mom, and her, they have a huge ball spot in the middle of their head, but it's nothing she can do or nothing mm. and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" But how can she feel? What can she do to feel confident? Yeah, because she really has bad low self esteem. Like, you know, she wears wigs a lot and things like that. Uh-huh. So, you know, and she doesn't want to. So, how can they work with the hair that they've been given?
2: Well, once you start losing your hair, just like even men when they start going bald, we're hmm. rooting for them to cut it off right. We're like, just let it go. Just let, let it go. go. Yeah. <laughs> even with them, it's, it's hard for them to even let it go. They're just not ready. Because again, this is goes back to like, I'm so used to seeing myself with hair and now I'm losing it. And I want to hold on to the little bit that I have. So imagine a woman who's had long draping hair, or even if she wore it short, whatever style she wore it in, it's just very hard. And so I wish I could answer that question about, you know, how Um, That woman or women in her her situation could build more confidence. What I can say is that there are hairstylists who specialize in working with um, women with alopecia. And so in order to get them out of the wigs, there are things that they can do. Of course, it still, you know, includes extensions, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. it looks more natural than a wig does. And so there are women out there, I mean, you can find them all over social media that actually specialize in doing those particular types of hair. Um, And I used to back in the day, um, two women in particular, one who just recently went bald, I'm super proud of her um, because, you know, 20 years ago when I was doing her hair, you know, she had a bald spot in the crown of her head and it was pretty big. And so I would, um, you know, just add extensions, so. So yeah, so that will be one of the ways until that woman, if or if she's ever ready to just go bald. But yeah. that just takes yeah. a lot for a woman to do. I'm sure, yeah, I'm step. sure.
0: That's a big step. So
1: let's transition a little bit. Uh, let's talk about your book. Um, <laughs> I actually just started your <laughs> book, um, Blessings Will Not Come to Me. What was the inspiration for that? Oh, a poem.
2: <laughs> Simply put, a poem that I wrote when I was about 15 or 16 years old yeah that oh, was the inspiration wow. so that was the inspiration for the book it was the inspiration for the title
1: oh wow. so what is so can you give us just a little bit like a synopsis of what that book is about as well as your next book pieces of life
2: uh yeah so um the book um blessings will not come to me it released uh last year October 21st 2020 right oh so uh uh oh so this book uh released last year and um it's about the life of Tori and how Tori she um pretty much has lost faith in God um on her journey and so there's some things that are going to happen in her life where she is able to regain faith and, and just pretty much the title just kind of goes with blessings will not come to me because sometimes when things aren't working out our way, we think, you know, that we're not being blessed and things are happening for no reason, but there's always a reason behind it yeah. and there's always a greater reason. And, the, and a lot of times it, it actually has more to do with other people than it has to do with us, you know, our assignment from God. So um that's pretty much like Tori just is, she's on this journey in life and she's going to find out that she's actually been blessed the whole time <laughs> oh, so pretty much oh, that's um good. to answer your second question pieces of life um is this, it, this is a series so it's part kind of okay. like part of blessings will not come to me. And so you would have to read blessings will not come to me to to get all of pieces of life. But it's really just about um, Tori's husband, um, Tay. And it's in the book just tells his story from a man's standpoint of view, because, you know, we as women have our stories and the things that we go through, but we don't really realize what men go through. And I mean, like really go through. We see more... of the surface because men aren't really big talkers and so this pieces of life will get to show what um Tay has went through and will go through on his journey
1: oh okay I like that series so building okay (laughs) I will definitely be following um this series Tori and Tay I like that (laughs) (laughs) wow you've it's been such a good conversation so our podcast is all about friendships and relationships. And Kiran and I started talking about our friendship. We've been friends for over 20 years okay. and our friendship was very gradual and, <laughs> but it was very consistent yeah. and how we just kind of one day looked at each other and was like, you know what? We're best friends. I mean, <laughs> we both understand like our husbands are our best friends. Yeah. We understand that because we're, we have um, really strong marriages, but our husbands are best friends, like we're best friends. So it just works out great.
0: Yes. Oh, and so
1: okay. <laughs> we have some questions for you around friendship.
0: Yes, oh. yes, yes. <laughs> so these are our are, are two of our, what we consider our signature questions for the bestie advice. Um, so the first one is what is a red flag or a deal breaker for you to cause a relationship? So this is more so a friendship to cause a relationship to end or for you to just cut the relationship off.
2: (laughs) Oh, there are a lot of red flags that I can name that I would cut a relationship off. Um, Do, should I just give you one, or just number? Give you a couple of them, like? <laughs> hey, how how you want to do it? Um, if you if you if you flirt with my man, you know, I would think that that would be I gotta cut you off. That's number
0: one. Yeah, that <laughs> look that look would... look that's number one in my book. Don't don't, don't come to my
2: man now. Don't come. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, some people start looking at what you get, and they start adding your man. Like... Right, girl. <laughs> Um, so, uh, yeah, you, you start <laughs> husband a little bit too close. Like you making yeah. me uncomfortable. I'm gonna cut you yes. off. Yeah. Um, I think that, um, you know, um, breaking my trust, you know, mm-hmm. if I'm confiding in you about something and you break that trust and you go, and I hear it again that you told my business and you yes. must, we have to, and I would say befriending someone that, you know, intentionally Intentionally is
0: trying to hurt me. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's good. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I'm not a selfish friend, but when you go out of your way to connect with somebody who you know has ill will towards me, I I have to look at you with the side eye and then I again have to cut you off because now it makes me wonder why are you going out of your way to be friends with this person? Yes, absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Um, It's funny because it seems um our guests for our past few episodes that um, that loyalty and trust that's like number one, and yeah. I know that's that's the same thing for me. I think for Irene as well. When you're out there and you kind of let your guards down, because first of all, it's hard to let down your guards. Uh-huh. You let it down, and I'm 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 giving it all to you. I'm spilling it all to you, and then it comes back around. Yes, that's it. That's all. We're done. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Period. <laughs> exactly, period. period. <laughs> so yep. um, our next question is, is a more on a lighter note, is what's a green flag or an indicator to know that that person is a true friend? Hmm.
2: A true friend? Yes. Oh, let me see. I have, to, oh God, I gotta think. Why is that one so difficult for me to come up with? <laughs> I mean, I guess, you know, um, I, I don't know, you know, I think that there are so many, there are different levels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that the longer we know each other, I, then I will figure it out. That's just me. I, we, uh, we have, to go, we have to go through mm-hmm. some stuff. For me to figure that part out. I can't say supportive because I get support from people I don't even know on social media. Right,
0: right. But don't mean you're Mm -hmm. my
2: friend, that just means you're supporting me. Mm -hmm. Um, So, like, even if you came to visit me while I was sick. I mean, I go visit sick people and I have no clue who these people are. I I pray for people I don't know. All of that. So, I think at this point. Point, it would really be time will tell, and so my friend who, um, Irene, you got to meet at the event. Um, we have been friends since high school, yeah. mm-hmm. and so time has taken us through some things,
0: yeah,
2: and it has strengthened in our friendship. Yeah. And so, I think that that's, that's what really needs to happen it's like time will gonna put some stuff on you, some things gonna happen to y'all life and you gonna know whether she ride or not. she gonna know whether you ride Right, or right,
1: right. <laughs> and I right, loved your story right. when you talked about your friend that was there and how you guys reconnected. And so, so yeah. Five
2: years. <laughs> are, are we, look, I, you know, Karan, you haven't heard this, but you know, we, uh, we were both married previously and- okay. We we got rid of the husbands and we reconnected. <laughs> 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 they were the ones that separated us. <laughs> oh wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um so, mm-hmm. jealous and to me, it could be jealous, jealous of just yeah. the friend. Um, yeah. we had a really strong friendship, talked a lot, you know, yeah. two, times a day. Um and I, you know, it was just like, yeah, we don't want y'all really being friends anymore. And it was okay. Oh wow. You know, was for mm-hmm. a little bit that we both had to, we took a break. We had to go our separate ways. But when we came back together, we had cleaned up some things and some of those things were them.
1: <laughs> That's good. But I agree, you know, um, <laughs> time reveals people's true character, yeah. their true intent. You can wait people out because you can only wear a mask for so long and then the real you shows up. So All I definitely... Uh, agree with that and that's how uh, Kirana I talk about it in this podcast quite often about Mm -hmm. you know our friendship Um, we never rushed into being friends we actually were associates for a while we were just associated through church and different people and just said hi people thought we looked alike and things like that (laughs) and we were family but we were just associates and it was a gradual find out what we had in common and like you said it was just Time I supported her, she supported me, but um, you know, as things happened, our friendship grew. So, I really do like that answer because it's, yes. it's true, yes,
2: yes. So, yes.
1: thank you so much, Denise, for being on our podcast. You have been an amazing guest, and I'm excited about all the things that God is going to do in your future. Can you tell our viewers, like, where can they find you if they want your yes. book, your hair care products? if they want to be on a list to be invited to the Bee Sisters event next October, where can they find you?
2: Uh, okay, so the first book is actually available on Amazon. You can type in the title, Blessings Will Not Come to Me, and you can also type in my name along with that, Denise Dawadowski. It's actually, it's spelled like or it sounds like the widow ski. So if you put the S-D-A widow ski,
1: Mm
2: -hmm. um, that's the easiest way to find the book and you can have it downloaded right to your phone. Uh, So all of the paper copies are sold out. Um, And then the second book that will be released, I have paper copies of that. And so right now um, you can actually find me on social media to just kind of keep up with when I'll release the book. And anything else going on with the hairline. So I'm on social media as Denise D underscore influencer. That's on my Instagram. Um, Dawadowski Denise on Facebook. So it's just my name spelled my last name first. And okay. first name. Um, And Corjine hairline. So corjinehair.com is where you, the website you can go to, to, um, you know, purchase your hair products for type four hair, we'll be dropping more products. And of course, coming out with different lines for different textures of hair. So in order to stay connected with me, I would suggest signing up through that website, CorjineHair.com, so that you can get emails about the hair care products. Um, So yeah. And um, of course, Corjine Hair is on Instagram, the business page, as well as Facebook.
1: Oh good. I love that You are doing big things and Kiran and I, like we are all about supporting and empowering our, all women, but in particular yes. black women. So thank you again so much for being a guest. So Kiran,
0: do you have any closing words? I do want to thank you as far as Denise coming on and enlightening us. Look, and enlightening me. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) No, no, no. But I really do appreciate you coming on and sharing your story, sharing your journey. Um, Look, I'm looking forward to your event on next year. So uh, (laughs) So besties out there, go ahead and get on the train. Go to her Facebook page. Go to her Instagram page. Let's support this beautiful Black woman in her business. Uh, make sure you tell others about her. As Irene has said, trust the product. She's already tested the product mm-hmm. and the product is good. Yes. So go ahead and you purchase her products, get her books, just support this Black woman. We're all about relationships. We're all about supporting one another. And as I always say, you want somebody to support you. So you have to make sure that you're out there supporting someone else. So this was a great show. Thank you again, Denise, for coming on and sharing with us besties until next time. See you all later. Bye. Bye.